All right, guys, welcome back to another Star Wars with Daddy's stream slash podcast. How are you doing today, Afton? I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Sammy? I'm going at our premiere for the new Bad Batch. Um, no, yesterday, uh, January 4th, is a two-episode premiere. Um, we knew this was happening. Um, what would you give it for a rating? All together, or do you want to do just one episode at a time? Uh, I, I, let's go one episode at a time. Uh, episode one, you know, no, I'm giving them both probably a seven. Okay. I, th- I think I'm going to give them both a seven. Yeah, we can do both just because they were released for both. Um, I'll probably give it an eight. Nothing crazy bad or crazy good. Um, kind of like a pretty generic Clone Wars show. Very filler-esque, but with cool details throughout it and some overall plot development for characters in general, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we see them on a mission running from some big crabs, some like Murloc crabs from Fallout, kind of. Um, just kind of showing you the characters. Nothing's changed. They're on missions, getting money, doing things for Sid. Armor's changed a little bit, but that's it. Um, that's really all that scene is. And then we go to, you know, back to the I, I cantina or bar or whatever that Sid owns. There's another lady that we don't know yet, but she has some sort of job, some information that she gives Sid. And this is part of the cool plot or, you know, just cool details that I like. Um, they go on this heist to Sereno, which is the home world of Dooku, to go get some of Dooku's leftover riches. He's dead. They talk about this in the show. He's dead. He has so many riches. You know, he had an army and a whole, you know, segment of the galaxy peeling away from the Republic. Obviously, this guy was rich, right? And he had a lot of it stored in this castle. And the Empire is trying to clean it all out you know, obviously for themselves and whatever. But they, you know, the, the Bad Batch are trying to go get at least some of it, right? Not even a whole lot or all of it, not even anything like that, but just some of it because it's so much rich that the Empire wouldn't even notice, right? Um, and so that's where the mission starts. They go and they all get separated. Not all, but two of them get, uh, what's her name? Omega, Omega. Tech, and Skip. Um, Echo get separated from Hunter and Wrecker. And that's kind of where it drops off and then picks up pretty much. They get reunited and it's pretty much resolved from there. They don't really get any riches or anything like that. So it it really is just a filler episode. We get some just plot development on some of, I don't know if it's an Admiral or what it was, but one of the, I'm going to say Admiral for lack of better words. Admiral that we see in the first season, the younger guy, um, he finds out the Bad Batch is alive because the clones who were defending these riches report it. He doesn't want Tarkin to find out because then he knows Tarkin's getting pissed at him. So he kills us, clone. Anyways, overall, it's cool. I mean, like the, the Sereno and all the Dooku details, even like his office area, those are just really cool details. Um, for the overall plot development with like the ending of it, not bad. 
I, I, I would like to give it, you know, this to be a later episode when you start a season. You know, I think it's been two years, if I'm not mistaken, since we got Bad Batch. Sounds right. <clears throat> um, yeah, 2021. So, uh, I mean, you would hope, you know, kind of like season one that the first two episodes are straight bangers or, you know, it's just one long episode that's a straight banger. It's not really, so that's a little disappointing. You kind of hope for something really awesome. We didn't really get that, but we didn't get anything bad. I'm just hoping that this whole season isn't like this, with like minor, you know, minor plot developments for the overall story, and then just mostly filler. Because that's something I didn't like about like the first couple of seasons of Clone Wars, like one through four is a lot like that. Five through seven, they do a little bit different and the one through four though where they just kind of do a little bit of a story here for you know a couple episodes and then they have a little bit of a plot development for the rest of the season and that's it and that's what like every three or four episodes is like and it works for a season or two but i don't know i was hoping to do something different yeah and they probably won't but who knows sadly um i I do like how they started this definitely is it's directed towards kids as it's in animation but it's not like exclusively directed towards kids as uh was clone war season five six and seven but like where the admiral kills his um clone like that that right there it's it's not directed towards kids so it it definitely has a lot of potential from these two episodes um but it, it was pretty much on par exactly what i expected nothing more nothing less so yeah yeah, uh, I'm <clears throat> Ted going forward. I forgot how annoying Omega was because God, I hate her character. She's like seven years old. That's how she acts, but she's like really like just annoying character in general yeah. to me. But I mean, there's like I think Hunter's a cool character, obviously. Um, pretty much all the Imperial stuff that we see is always cool. Um, we haven't seen a V-Wing in a while. We got a bunch, we got those appeared in the show. Just lots of different cool things. I think would, you know, be nice to see going forward. But again, there's really not a whole lot. I mean, they're like 20, like 25 minutes long together. I think one was 28 and one was 23. So overall, like 25 minute episodes. Like there's not a whole lot you can do. There's some cool things in there. I mean, in all honesty, you probably don't need to watch this weekly. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not going to be that intriguing. I was about to say, I think they should have just – this is a series. If this goes exactly where it started, like exactly what we're seeing now, if that's the whole season, they should just drop the whole season like Netflix always does. They drop a whole season. You watch it when you can. This is a show it seems like you put on for kids. I mean, you'll get some good content out of it, but it's going to be to the point where, wow, we just watched two episodes and got half of one episode worth of content. So next week we're gonna watch an episode. Neither it's gonna be awesome content. And if it is the next one's not. It's gonna so. it's gonna give us like a little plot development for a little plot arc, right? And then that's gonna be it. And probably gonna do that for maybe two or three episodes. And then it's gonna restart the cycle for a couple of times because it's 16 episodes. And I that, that's kind of the thing I do not like when streaming like this is like it, it's cool for things like let's say Mandalorian where one week you have a really filler episode that sucks but the next week you have this super plot driven episode and it's really cool and you're like you can't wait for the next week like a cliffhanger like cad bane in the last second that's perfect but or kenobi 
I mean, Kobe didn't do it very well, but, you know, shows like that can do it. And it's not like only live action that can do it because, I mean, Rebels, I think Rebels didn't do the same thing that Clone Wars did. They did a little bit different where they actually had a main plot arc for a lot of it. And they had, but definitely had a lot of um, filler episodes because they had so many episodes, but they also had a lot more overarching plot. Um, So I would like to see something kind of like that. I doubt we will. I wish if they, you know, if it's going to be like a basic Clone Wars, you know, at this point, Clone Wars season nine, pretty much, they just put it all out at once because it's not deserving of like, you know, one episode a week. It's, it's just not. It's not going to be super intriguing that way. So, but it, not to down on it or anything. It, it's not a bad watch if you're, you know, already intrigued by Star Wars or Clone Wars in general. You get the basics here. I mean, you get some cool stuff that you haven't seen. Like, again, I wasn't expecting them to just openly talk about Dooku's death and all of his riches and how they pretty much are going to plunder it. I mean, it's a cool idea, actually. Um, Especially like, seeing the level, the amount of stuff you have there. You're, you're thinking, oh, wow, he's a rich man. But I was hoping we get to see something more than just his office. Well, seeing his office was cool, very cool. I, mean, I was hoping we could see someone like they're, you know, walking through the jail cells and they see, you know, or torture devices or they see where he trained in the Sith arts. Like something else would have been cool. But overall, it was a cool nod to yeah. all of that. And that's really it for Bad Batch um, episode one and two of season two. Um, same time next week, Wednesday, Tuesday night, at th- no, technically Wednesday morning at 3 a.m. Um, for what are we Eastern Pacific time? Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. So, if you guys stay up for it, it's really worth it, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, probably not, but we're still be covering it. We watch it for you guys biweekly, or not biweekly, weekly. Um, so yeah, and then we go to some other news. We've been hearing about this Ubisoft. Ubisoft's a pretty big platform i mean they've made some really top tier games before and they most recently a lot of the games they've been making have been very visually pleasing and they've been really good at that they've been making a lot of open world games and with that like i, I forgot what it was is it two years ago now um yep two years uh they're making a star wars game right an open world game and we that's all we have we haven't had a name for it we hadn't had a story premise we haven't had anything for it um, until now, we kind of get our first sneak peek. It's, I believe it's supposed to come out next year. Um, so we finally got something on it and I'm not very familiar with this game, but it's supposed to be very comparable to no man's sky. Um, I don't know anything about this game, uh, but it, to no man's sky, if you're unfamiliar with the Tyler mentioned, no man's sky is defining feature of the game is that it is nearly every part of the galaxy, including stars, planets, creatures, etc. Um, okay, so basically, it's very in depth and there's a lot to it, right? Like, you can travel to a star, a random star, you can travel to a random planet and actually go on it. Like, there's a lot, you know, a lot of detail, right. Which leads me to believe two different things. One, I really hope this isn't buggy because it's probably going to be freaking super buggy first month with yeah. games like this that are always like super big games, right? Like the Fallout every year they're trying to make a new, newer, bigger map 
more details, and it's always freaking buggy. I mean, or what's a big game that was super hyped for a while? Red Dead was pretty buggy the first week, yep. Um, Cyberpunk, big open world, super buggy first week. Anything oh, first still buggy. week, frankly, but like... I mean, but not always, though. Like Halo, for instance, it's this first open world, and it's got a lot of detail in it. And it's actually not too bad, right? So I hope it's not too buggy, because I would be disappointed, but it's not going to be the be-all, end-all. But I actually really love that, because... And the, the second thing is... I think this is perfect, right? Because Star Wars is this vast galaxy with lots of stars, lots of just minute details that you can pay attention to if you want, or you can just gloss over and pay attention to the main story, right? And I've been really wanting a game that is like that. However, I do hope it, it it's executed well. Executed well in the fact that, you know, it's in a time or era that's interesting, you know, like not just like a high republic, because I'm afraid it's going to be like a high republic era it'd be really cool if it's you know imperial era right or even cooler republic era right something that we're like super familiar with and that i think would just be really cool anyways i do like this i mean we knew it was going to be open world we didn't like really know anything uh, again i'm not too familiar with no man's sky or whatever it's called is it called no man's, yeah. Sky? no man's sky yeah so i mean if you are then the upcoming game is going to supposed to be like Supposedly, be like that. Um, and then there is a apparently a, a update on when we should be getting it. Um, let me read through this real quick. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh, it's, I thought it was just come out twenty twenty four. Oh no, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, twenty twenty four or possibly twenty twenty five. I'm gonna hope they've been working on it this whole time. There's a good chance since they haven't been saying anything about it and not trying to hype it up, they haven't worked on it yet because Ubisoft usually has. They usually like I think it's like every other year or maybe every three years they have a new Far Cry. And then they obviously have an Assassin's created every friggin' year. Um, well, I actually, I think it's, I, didn't, I don't think they did one last year. Anyways, they, they have big titles they work on all the time. And obviously they can time manage to where they want to put the resources. I just feel like they've been doing it in Star Wars. I'm going to hope they have been and that they've been working on this game so we can get it in 2024. Um, I think there were reports of it coming out this year. I just never thought that was really possible. I mean, you can't start the marketing in January if you wanted to come out this year. You just not for a game we've known about for this long, right? I mean, even Kenobi, we got it last year, but we had stuff marketing it for the previous year. While it wasn't very much, remember in like October or whatever it was, we got like this small sneak peek. It's supposed to be a trailer, but it was, it was still something, right? Yeah. And that was in the previous year, and we got it in the middle of the year, right? I mean, you can't have literally not. We don't even know the title of this game. And you can't like start the marketing of it in January and have it come out in 2023. It's just not going to work. No. I think it's still possible. I mean, we're starting to get stuff on it now. It's starting to pick up a little bit of pace here and there. So I think it's definitely possible 2024. If it is 2025, I think it will be first quarter, though. I don't think it will be like late 2025. The fact that they're saying 2024 or five 
Makes me think that it's going to be the fourth quarter 2024, probably November 2024. Probably November is all a lot of big games. Titles come out in November. Yeah. Because it's right before Christmas and a bunch of, you know, like Thanksgiving. And they can justify not giving it a Black Friday sale. All yeah. Fun stuff. It, a lot of games come out in November for that reason. So it, 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 November probably is right. I would be surprised, though, if it got pushed 2025 early, but you never know. And I also didn't think it was coming out this year, especially since we're getting that big title drop with um the new Fallen Order game. Yeah. I think it's really going to take the mantle, which is for Star Wars gaming in general this Two year. Star Wars games in one year. I know they said they want to do surprising. one every month, like a triple A every two months, and then a small, you know, indie kind of game once every other month as well. But I didn't think they were going to start that trend this year. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to start with you know two triple A games. With uh, Ubisoft and EA, yeah, huge. All right, and then there was some other. Apparently, Dave Filoni and John Favreau are working on a um, a spinoff to The Mandalorian. Um, the Mandoverse, right? We all know what the Mando Mandoverse. Actually, I don't. It's not as widespread as people like to say it when they say it. Mandoverse is, it's this time period that we've been watching a lot of Disney Plus shows based on the time period after, um, uh, Jedi and before Force, right? Mandalorian season one through three now, Boba Fett, the new Ahsoka show, and I think even Skeleton Crew, um is all in the same time period. That's the, the Mandoverse, right? They're all connected. They're, we see all these characters, you know, picked and plopped in all of these shows, right? So this is the Mandoverse, right? Kind of like Marvel forever, you know, especially kind of through, I guess, not Civil War, what would it be, I guess, Avengers through Affinity War. We, we saw so many different, you know, it was all intertwined to create this one big storyline, that's kind of what the Mandoverse is, except yeah. in TV show format. Um, anyways, um, we're getting some sort of spinoff with Dave Filoni and John Favreau, which obviously makes sense because they're the only ones who've been working on these shows. Uh, John was Bobo Fett. Dave and John were both Mandalorian. And then Dave Filoni is going to be uh, Soka. Um, they don't really have much on here. They just say it's going to be a spinoff series that will be connected to the Mandoverse. Um, the project is currently codenamed Ghost Track 17, um, which leads me to believe it's probably going to be do something with um, like the Rebels, right? Because I, I it, it looks like all intense purpose, it's going to be heavily based on... Um, uh, what's his name? Thrawn, right? That it, it's just what it seems like it's gonna be. That's the feel, um, and a lot of the rumors are heading towards is Thrawn being like the the Thanos for this Mandoverse, um, and then Ghost obviously is just you know the Ghost from Rebels. I think it's probably gonna be doing something. Um, you know, let's just read this before I give into my own presuppositions Mandalorian is something like lucasfilm has been put a lot of focus on since the mandalorian saw instant success in 2019 they've been dave filoni and john Favreau have spent a huge amount of time and effort building out the story through different disney plus projects and if this rumor is true they have no plans to slow down anytime soon um 
I didn't know Skeleton Crew is going to connect to this, but apparently it is. Um, Disney and Lucasfilm previously had plans for a Gina Carano-led show titled Ranger, Rangers of the New Republic. This takes place in the Manoverse, but it was quickly scrapped after the actress was fired. That's Cara. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but she was fired unrightfully. I mean, you can have your own opinion on it, but anyways, that scrap Rangers of the New Republic. That was supposed to be like the, you know, she was supposed to join forces of the New Republic. Obviously, we saw that scrap, as it just said. Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy stated in the past, Rangers would be more likely never to see the light of day, and the stories would figure into future episodes of Mandalorian instead. Katie Sackhoff, the actress that portrays Bo-Katan, stated in the past that she would be interested in leading a spin-off focus of her character. The trailer of Season 3 of The Mandalorian teased that Bo-Katan will be a major playing piece in the overall story, so there is a possibility that her character could be further explored in the series of its own. Soka is going to serve as a follow-up to Star Wars Rebels and feature many characters from the animated series, codenames for projects that are development are generally fairly cryptic, but notable as the ghost is part of the codenames in the rumored series since ghosts blah, 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 blah. It's very possible that Lucasfilm would like to follow through with making a sequel Rebels that was already teased in previous years, with Ahsoka merely bridging the gap between the animated 2014 show and the live-action sequel. <laughs> so, kind of what I... So pretty much, there's nothing on it. We just know it's connected to the Mandoverse and it's Dave and John, right? We can speculate that it's going to connect to Rebels, and it would make a lot of sense that it's connected it's, to Rebels. Well, we can but speculate, but it's not even the. Not and, and what they said is pretty much exactly what I was going to say. It's spot on. The only thing we could really, really expect from this is to be something Rebels led, right? Because Ahsoka is supposed to be like Rebels, but also her own thing, right? It's supposed to be a connection between the two, kind of updating us on, you know, Thrawn and Ezra after we see them leave. At the end of season four of Rebels, right? And they've been talking about bringing back Rebels for a while. And I think I, exactly the point I was making in the point they were making in this uh, article, Ghost, I mean, it, it's a codename. It could literally be nothing connected to it at all. But Ghost, you know, whatever said, Ghost something 17. Well, and Ghost, the ship. And I mean, it, I think it is. But again, it could be not connected at all. Regardless. We could be, I think, likely an Ezra-led show um, because I just think that makes a lot of sense, right? I think we we a lot of the plots that we've been hearing in Ahsoka have a lot to do with Thrawn, which leads me to believe we're going to be seeing a lot of things after Rebels and Thrawn's point of view. I think a show based on Ezra and his point of view after the events of Rebels makes a lot of sense. Or it could be the Bo-Katan show. I don't remember if you remember like six months ago, we got a rumor that we were going to get a Bo-Katan show, right? We haven't really gotten anything since then until now, yeah. which this could be that. Exactly. Either one is very plausible. And either one I'd be okay with. I mean, I, I'd be excited for both. I probably would be – I really couldn't decide which one I'd be more excited for. <laughs> I mean, because an Ezra-based show, like I, I just – we haven't seen anything Rebels-based in really so long. And this Ahsoka is supposed to be the first glimpse of that. But Bo-Katan would bring us so much Clone Wars stuff in live action. So either would be really cool. I guess it depends on what Ahsoka does. Because if Ahsoka focuses a lot on the Ezra side of things, then totally Bo-Katan all the way. But yeah. if they don't, I, I would love to see some more post-Rebels. Because Rebels really left us on some cliffhangers. Like, what the... 
that portal area was, uh, the world between worlds, that is the definition of a cliffhanger that they just left for, what is it now, uh, seven, eight years? So, 2014 to, tw- that's, n- that's, that's nine years. Nine years, yeah. Damn, I can't <laughs> and we don't have a single explanation for it unless I completely watched that episode, that season wrong, but I, I don't understand it. I don't think anyone does at the moment. It's very mysterious still. Exactly. And that's why I think they're probably going to be approaching a lot of it in Ahsoka. But I, I just, I don't think Bogotan's a main character enough to lead her own show. I could be completely wrong, and I wouldn't be, like, upset if they did take it that way. I would be very intrigued. Like I said, it'd bring a lot of cool Clone Wars animations to live action. But I think more likely it would be an Ezra-led show, just because Ezra's already kind of been, like, the co-main character for a show for, you know, four seasons. And it did pretty well, not right off the bat, but now it's, you know, it's regarded as a fan favorite. And I, I think they already have a character for Ezra in the new Ahsoka show. I just think it makes lots of sense if he gets his own show later on. Yeah. We'll probably be getting lots of upset, not upsets. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, updates. updates, especially, um, on the uh, not May fourth, but uh, Star Wars Celebration Convention, just because that's usually when they title drop things. So obviously, probably not this year. Probably not even next year. I mean, obviously, nothing's confirmed. But I definitely think if we're getting rumors of this now, we're probably getting a title drop and some sort of plot. Uh, I guess just a plot to work around. Um, during Star Wars Celebration and all of their, you know, title releases then. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really it for Star Wars news. It's actually a lot. We went from, like, zero to a lot, and it's probably going to be like this for a while because, I mean, we have Bad Batch for quite some time, and then in the middle of that, Mandalorian drops, so we'll have that for a while. That will take us into, you know, some books, some games, and then we get, you know, a couple other shows this year, so... It's going to be a, a, a busy first quarter, probably a busy, you know, busy year for Star Wars. So should be exciting, especially when we get to a Star Wars celebration. I mean, last year was hectic. I can't wait until this year because we have so many titles that we know about and or barely know about, as yeah. you just saw, that I can't wait to see this kind of get updates during them. Yeah. You got anything else, Athan, you want to touch on? or anything? No, I mean, this is pretty straightforward. I'm... Excited to see what they do. I mean, Bad Batch is looking pretty good right now. It's not looking crazy great, not looking crazy bad. Same as 100% right. I wish they dropped it the whole season at once or even half the season. I mean, two seconds. It doesn't deserve a weekend episode. It does not. A 20 minute episode. We, a we didn't expect that. I mean, right. they're a business. They're going to milk the hell out of it. Yeah. Which, I mean, good. That's what you do. But. As a fan, obviously, I wish they would just drop it at once. And not only that, this is a great show to have your kids sit and watch. Can you imagine? Oh, you got to wait until the next week for a seven-year-old. And they're like, what? Yeah. And then we also, um, Lego-wise, we finally got some um, Lego set numbers and piece counts and prices for Summer Wave. Um, We have really no rumor list at all to work with. So I'm not going to make a video on it quite yet. Probably in another, usually February or March is when we really get a rumor list. So we'll make a video on it then. Um, hopefully I'm still around. Um, so yeah, just want to let you guys know that that's probably around the corner. Big yep. summer wave. So yeah. Anything else then, Afton? Nope, that's about it for me. All right, we'll see you guys in the next one. 
If you're on podcast, don't forget to follow, the download, and we'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace.